Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies in moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Hi, this is Dr. Joseph Warren Walker III, and you're tuned in to Next Level Leader Podcast. I want to thank you so much for being connected today. And let me tell you, I am excited about your future. This is the place where we come together every single week to inspire, encourage, enlighten leaders in their evolution process, becoming who God has called them to become. I want to thank all of you so much for your support of this podcast. So many of you have been so kind to send me messages and uh, let me know that this has been a tremendous blessing to you. Thank all of you for sharing this podcast. And for those of you that are listening for the first time, know that we truly appreciate you and we're so grateful to have you connected. You are a part of a great convocation of influencers who are committed to leading at the next level. Next Level Leader Podcast is really a podcast that God gave me some time ago because I really wanted to help people understand what made them different. I believe that all of us who are leaders at this next level understand that there is a specific calling upon our lives, and we have to embrace that. And much of what we share in this podcast is giving you an opportunity to embrace the difference that exists in you. I want to go right into this today because this topic today is, I think, one that's going to help all of us as we take notes. So get notes together, get your pen, pad, whatever you're writing with, because I want to talk about the 10 things that should set you apart. I want to preface this conversation by saying, as a leader, you have to embrace and own the fact that you will be set apart, that you are different, and that difference has been upon you ever since you've been born. In my own life, I've experienced this difference, and I realized early on that I was like a unicorn. And it was interesting because I was trying to make sense out of why I was so different and what was going on. I want to give you these 10 things that I believe set us apart or should set you apart if you want to embark upon leadership because you have to accept first thing one, you have to have a heart for God. Let me break that down. Having a heart for God means that that's what completely pushes you to a place of intimacy in your relationship with God. All the things I do are really tied to the heart of God. One of the key things to think through with that is David. Even though David was not perfect, although David you know, had his own issues. God chose David and God spoke of David by saying he's one after my own heart. See, the matters of the heart matter to God. And when you have a heart for God, the heart for the things of God, what matters to God matters to you. So in the fulfilling of your vision as a leader, you want to make sure that the heart of God is transferred to what you do. For example, you, you think about that in terms of the decisions you make, the people you hang around, the end result of the things that you do. These things are not self-serving, but these things ultimately represent the heart of God. Leaders are always thinking about the least, the last, the left out. You're always thinking about people who are in the margins of society. You never want to be a leader who has your head in the sand and you're not empathetic to the things that matter to God. So when I have a heart for God, that means I want to do God's will in the earth. I want to make sure that I'm pleasing him. I want to make sure that my passions are in alignment with him. 
and that the things that matter to God matter to me. My family, my church, you know, my community, you know, how I give to God. You can tell real leaders based upon where their investment is because the Bible says where your heart is, your heart is, your heart is, right? Your treasury is also. Now, having a heart for God, I think also leads to character. That's number two. When you think about character, you have to think about, you know, how important it is for each of us to really come to a place in our lives where we realize that it's not so much what our personality is. It's about what our character is. Personality is like perfume, but character is how you really smell. Character is what you do when no one's watching. Behavior on display. And when we have strong character as a leader, you're not underhanded, manipulative. You don't use your platform to abuse people, misuse people, but you use it to be a good steward of the privilege you have of serving God's people. Character is something that is lacking in our culture. And next level leaders should be the ones to rise up and say that we want to have better character. We want to be people of impeccable character. It doesn't mean that we're perfect, but it means that our heart is in the right place, right? It means that we're trying our best to to walk this out in a way that we're not manipulative or conniving in this process. Character absolutely matters. Now, here's the third thing, and I want you to process this because when you have the heart for God, you have strong character, inevitably it helps with your work ethic. Leaders, listen to me. What sets you apart is your work ethic. I'm truly a fan of LeBron James and you know I watch this man over 18 years, almost 19 years in the NBA and I watch his work ethic, which is tied to his character. And you think about when other athletes are partying and doing their thing and it doesn't get me wrong, he does that, but his work ethic is on another level. You watch his Instagram posts, he's in the gym, he's putting in that time He's working harder than most people. And that's why he's able to maintain his body, his mind, even at the age that he is to compete with folks who are 10, 15 years or younger because he has a work ethic. I grew up in Shreveport, Louisiana. And one of the things that I attribute to my work ethic is the fact that I grew up on a street where all the men pulled out at the same time in the morning and they all went to work. We as young boys, we saw this. We saw men going to work. And that was a tremendous blessing to see men go to work. I saw my dad. There never has been a day in my life that I had not seen my dad go to work. And that creates a work ethic for me. That as a leader, I've got to not be lazy. I can't expect things to come to me. I've got to go get it. I've got to have that grind, that drive. And that's something that you got to have around you. That's a culture you got to, you got to continuously promote among people around you. Because when you have a strong work ethic, that's what separates leaders from followers. That's what separates you. You don't mind putting in the work. You don't mind putting in the grind. You don't mind putting in the late night hours because your work ethic is as such that you're going to get things done. Next level leaders have got to have a strong work ethic. Cannot be lazy. (laughs) Cannot be trifling. I want to challenge you today to examine your work ethic. You can't sit around all day marveling at other people's end result and wonder how they did it. But in fact, don't look at the glory. Look at the grind. Look at how much time they put in behind the scenes. And that's how you begin to understand how they were able to be successful. So number four, 
is a willingness to help others succeed. The thing that I, I love about next level leaders that makes you different and sets you apart is that you don't arrive for you. You don't get to a place and it's all about self-serving agenda. I've arrived, I've got mine, you get yours. But next level leaders are always trying to bring other people alongside and help them and pour back and give forward. That's what we do. We want to see other people succeed. And this is one of the things that I am passionate about, really seeing next level leaders, you know, get to that next level of pouring what they have attained and achieved into the lives of other people. If you really want to be set apart, let me know who you're mentoring. Let me know how you're giving it forward because you want to see other people succeed. You're not threatened by other people's success. You don't mind sharing best practices because you realize that there's enough out here for everybody. That's what makes it amazing. You're not a crawfish in a bucket. You're people that want to see other people win. I've, I've always in my life as a leader, I've always tried to make sure that people around me were winning too because I realized that it doesn't mean anything if I'm the only one winning and my team is not winning. I want to bring other people with me. That's what real success is. Real champions make people around them better. So you want to see other people succeed. You pour into them. Jesus even said these words. The works that you saw me do, greater works than these shall you do. Imagine that. Jesus says, you're going to do greater than what you saw me do. How powerful is that? I think that that's an incredibly important principle for all of us to really lay hold to and to understand that success as a leader means that I want to see people behind me and around me as successful as I am that I don't mind helping others. I don't mind giving up my time, my talent, my treasure to help other people succeed. The next principle is you invest in God's kingdom. Now, this is a big one because what separates you as a leader is that you are a person who prioritizes your giving. Make no mistake about it. When you have a, a next-level leader mentality, you're highly philanthropic. You, you give to the community, you do all these things, but you also understand, and I want to really break this down. You understand what it means to give to God's kingdom. You give your tithe, your offering, you give to the kingdom of God, you give to the church. And this is important because the church is the place where you're being fed, the church is the place that's pouring into you, and it is your ally, your partner in helping to get things done in the community. And so you have to begin thinking about that. Jesus established the church. And if the church has been established and God says in his word that we should give and tithe to the church and Paul says, give, so the Lord has prospered us, it is so important that we understand that Matthew 6.33 is a real, real thing in our lives. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto us. That means whatever comes into my hand, the first thing I do is I give it to God. Before I give it to community, before I give it to I say, Lord, you know what? I'm going to be a blessing in my tithe to your church first. That's what I do. That's, that's what separates you. That's what sets you apart. I remember a few years ago uh, watching, there was an NFL player quarterback who had gotten the largest deal before Patrick Mahomes. And, and the first thing he did in his interview, he talked about, they asked him, what are you going to do? You know, when you, this big contract you got, he said, I'm going to pay my tithe. And I was like, wow. And I watched this Caucasian, you know, brother, not that that matters, but I watched him and I was like, Lord Jesus, like that's kingdom. That's what separates you apart. Not, not that I'm going to go turn up, not that I'm going to go and buy this, but I'm going to give to God first. 
And when you are a next level leader and this sets you apart, you say, you know what? If God has blessed me, man, with $10 or $10 million, I am going to give God first. 10% of what he blessed me with. And that's what separates you. All the blessings that has come into my life, all the blessings I've seen come into other folks' life, I know are a direct result of their faithfulness and giving. And sometimes you can have a lot and you think, wow, God blessed me without tithing, but you don't realize how much more you would be blessed and all the things that are tied to that. And God rebukes the devourer for your sake. You can have a whole lot. Still, I've seen folk with a lot, but lose it or have people around them that did not have the right motive. But when you are a tither, God keeps all the riffraff from you. And it is so important that you understand this as a next level leader. Show me where your investment is. I'll show you where your heart is. There it is again. But here's the other one. You do things above board. Everything you do, what separates you apart, that you're not trying to do things underhandedly or illegal. But as a leader, you got to do things above board. You don't, you don't, you know, you don't avoid paying your taxes. You don't try to get around certain things. You, you do things on board. You want to make sure things are properly done uh, so, because that speaks to your character. That speaks to your brand. That speaks to your reputation. That speaks to your legacy. And, and you got to look at things and look at some of the partnerships you have and look at some of the relationships you have and say, let me make sure that everything I do as a next level leader is above board. Let me get to a place where I'm, I'm above reproach. I think that's what's going to be so important and what sets us apart is that you're not trying to do these backroom deals or get around the laws. And, you know, some things can be legal, but they may not be ethical. So you want to make sure that what you do is not only legal, but it's ethical, that it's the right thing to do. And you know in your heart, when you are a next level leader, you know in your heart, if you've got that feeling in your spirit that, you know, I can get away with this, but it just doesn't feel right. You probably shouldn't do it. That's what makes you a different kind of leader. That's what separates you as a next level leader, your willingness uh, to do things above board. But here's the next thing. You're always learning. This is a big one, man. I believe that leaders are learners. Leaders are readers. And you always are putting yourself in a position where you can be teachable. One of the things that will hinder you, if you ever get to a point where you're not teachable, you have to ask yourself, who's pouring into you? What workshops are you attending? What books are you reading? Leaders are always trying to get better. I try to read literally a book a week. Been doing that for years, trying to pour into myself, trying to make certain that I continue to grow with different ideas and different strategies and different perspectives. You've got to, as a leader, always be in a position where you're learning, always trying to be open-minded to different methodologies and trying to help your organization be better. As a leader, find out who you can connect with that can help you grow, help you get to the next level. Find a workshop, find a mentor. That's what separates you. Leaders always are learning. I often, when I see other leaders, I always ask, what are you reading? Well, what new strategy do you have? What new thing do you have? Because I want to know, because I'm always a sponge. I'm always trying to get better. So never get to a place where you feel like you've arrived, but always put yourself in a position that you're learning. and you. Being a part of this podcast, subscribing to this podcast right now while you're taking notes and you're listening, that makes you a learner. That's what separates you. While somebody else doesn't have 20 minutes to pour into their own life, here you are spending 20 minutes with me every single week because you want to learn. You want to be poured into. And that's what sets you apart. That 20 minutes could be used in so many different ways, right? That could do nothing for your life. 20 minutes of just on the phone, on, on social media, looking at other people's, you know, profiles. But you took time out to take this moment to learn, to grow, 
That's what sets you apart. The next thing I want to share with you is you don't make excuses. You make things happen. See, what Next Level Leaders do, we, we, we do not make excuses. There are a lot of people that, that, that are histrionic, that make excuses that, you know, this happened to me or the system isn't right or the job is stacked against me. No, that's not what, what we do. What separates us is that we just make things happen. In my book, No Opportunity Waste, The Art of Execution, I talk about that. You need these kind of people in your life, right? I call them these MSH people. You need to make stuff happen people. You need people who can transcend the trivial, rise above all the foolishness, and still make things happen. That's a lot of stuff we could create excuses around and blame it. And But what you do as a next level leader, you say, you know what? I'm just going to make it happen. I show up with solutions. One of the things I try to help my team understand, don't bring me the problem. Don't tell me, well, you know, we got a problem here and that. No, bring me not only the problem, but bring me the solution. Give me different options on how to, how to navigate through that. That's what sets you apart. Anybody can chronicle the problem and how tough things are. But a next level leader can tell you, but now here is the result. Here's what we'll do. Here's our path forward. That's how you win. That's how you get to the next level. And the final thing I want to share with you is to keep striving and thriving. A part of thriving, you know, is tied to your ability to keep moving. See, to keep going forward and to keep winning. As a leader, what separates you is that you are an anomaly. People look at you and keep wondering all the blows you take, all the things you go through, how you consistently striving. You keep going higher and you're constantly thriving. You're constantly winning. You're constantly getting W's along the way, taking few L's because you are so committed to being different. You are so committed to your character and you understand your work ethic and you get all of this. See, when you process this, you're not just supposed to survive. You're supposed to thrive. You're supposed to make it through this season and every season with not only just the resilience to get through it, but you're supposed to produce something as a result of it. Listen to me. These 10 things that set you apart are so important. Having a heart for God, number one. Having character, number two. Having a work ethic, number three. Having a willingness to help others succeed, number four. Having success that doesn't change you. That's going to be our final thing. Success doesn't change you. Because what I want you to understand is that as a successful person, listen to me. (laughs) I'm dropping this one in on you because this is ultimately the bow around that last thing I shared about striving. But this is the bow. The bow is that anybody can be successful, but you won't let it change. You won't let it get the best of you. Let me come back. Investing in God's kingdom, doing things above ground, not making excuses, but making things happen and striving and thriving. And number 10, again, is success won't change you. Listen to me. Be the same person you've always been. Don't let money change you. You change money. (laughs) You got to be a person that still humble, still committed to the same values and same things that you were committed to and not get the big head. As a next level leader, I really want you to understand how important it is for all of us to know what sets us apart. Don't have to be like everybody else. 
You were different when God created you. You're different when God blessed you. How high can God take you without losing you? Let that sink in. I pray this has blessed you. I want to thank you so much for being a part of Next Level Leader Podcast. And let me tell you, I am grateful for you. Thank you so much. And I pray that this podcast has blessed your life. Three things I'd like you to do. Number one, I'd love for you to follow me at Joseph Walker 3 on Instagram. Take a moment, go there and follow me and let me know you were blessed by this. Share my Instagram platform with as many folks as you can. Number two, I'd love for you to order my new book, Leadership and Loneliness. Go get it at josephwalker3.org. I promise you this book will change your life. And number three, share this podcast with as many people as you can. I absolutely believe that it's going to bless them as it's blessed you. Let them know. Find some folks and say, hey, make sure you are subscribed to Next Level Leader Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Dr. Joseph Juan Walker III. Until next time, may God bless you is my prayer. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at Joseph Walker 3. I look forward to connecting.